0: Panpipes. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be panpipes, you fool. Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to. Hey, did you ever see that movie? I'm your host, Des. And as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lynn.
1: I'm flying. I'm flying.
0: Okay. And joining (laughs) us again, the podcaster with a thousand potions, Mickey. Hello, my pretties. Okay. And this week we will be discussing the 1996 teen witchcraft movie, The Craft, directed by Andrew Fleming, written by Peter Fillardy, Starring Veruca Bulk, <laughs> Rachel True, Nev Campbell, and Robin Tooney. Toney. as Yeah, Tooney. Toney. as the, <laughs> at, least I didn't say, at least I didn't say Veruca Salt, which I've been calling her all day. As always, this movie will contain spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Then come back and listen to the podcast. And now it's time for another installment of Disaster Peace Theatre. So sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to Disaster Peace Theatre. Where me and my two co-hosts will have out one scene from the movie that we are reviewing for you this evening. So please sit back, grab some popcorn, and enjoy the show.
2: Sound production,
0: take one. There you are, my pretty. We've been looking
1: everywhere for you and your little dog, too. Are you okay?
2: I'm fine.
1: (laughs) We heard the police came to your house. They came to
2: mine, too. Yeah, well, I didn't tell them anything. Then why do you want to leave the circle of flying monkeys? Uh, I didn't say. You don't need to say it. You're thinking it. Look, Nancy, people are dead, okay? Chris and Ray. those were accidents. They deserved it,
1: though. (laughs) Says who? Says me, and you know it's true.
2: Fine.
0: Fine. That's fine! We don't really need a fourth, do we,
1: girls? <laughs> no. Oh, but if you're going to leave the circle, you might have to leave the school as well! <laughs> or maybe the city too, we're not so sure. And please don't do any more spells on me!
0: Uh, I didn't. You know, in the old days, if a witch betrayed her coven, they'd drop a fucking house on her! <laughs> That's, that's a wrap for sure. Oh. Okay. Now it is time for Des's 4 in 1 Big Facts. Where it will be up to my co-host to decide which fact is total bullshit. Fact number one. Peter Fillardy originally wanted this movie to be set with three older women that worked in a bookstore called Pinnipus. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be
2: Panpipes,
0: you fool. (laughs) (laughs) Panpipes Magical Marketplace, based on a real store in Hollywood, but director Andrew Fleming insisted the movie take place in a high school setting. Number two. The movie got an R rating even after reading all guidelines for a PG rating solely because it had teenage girls (laughs) using witchcraft. Number 3. There were plans to release a direct-to-DVD sequel focusing on Feruza Bulk, but it was dropped for unknown reasons. Number 4. Andrew Fleming publicly said he wrote a plot, uh, a pilot called How Soon Is Now based on this movie for Fox. The WB was also interested, but neither picked it up. The following year, Charmed premiered. Andrew said it was an obvious rip-off of his pilot. And number five, Angelina Jolie and Elisa Silverstone were both considered for the role of Sarah Bailey. Mickey, which of these five facts do you think is total bullshit?
2: The last one.
0: Okay, and Dylan, which do you think is total bullshit?
1: I was going to go with the last one, but let's say, let's go number two. And once again I have in fact
0: stumped the panel. And I can't believe you guys. I mean, with me coming up with a Panpipes, or whatever the fuck I called it, Panpipes. Panpipes. Yeah, that's the fake one. Uh, that's
1: fake? How, so why did fake. you come up with Panpipes?
0: Uh, because uh Faruka Salt, Faruka Bulk, she actually <laughs> she actually bought a store called Panpipes Magical Marketplace out in Hollywood to uh um do uh whatever for this movie so she could you know really dive into the part so she actually bought it it's a real um magical marketplace in hollywood
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was like there's no way you came up with panpipes."
0: pipes yeah well i mean it's a real place so it's a little truth yeah so there's that um tricky yes so once again i have stumped the panel with a budget of $15 million and a box office gross of $55 million, this movie was a smash hit, even though it was not met with high marks from the reviewers. But it was a hit, and it did sell a lot of tickets. Um, I am surprised that this one didn't warrant a sequel. How about you guys?
1: Oh, absolutely. I would have gone yeah. to see it. If it was The Craft 2, I would have gone to see it.
0: Uh yeah, I'm surprised I never saw this, and you guys both obviously have seen this movie before, yes. yes, okay. has it been a while?
2: Yes, yes, actually. um, when it first came out, I saw it at the theater a couple of times, and then, um, I think at one point I owned it for a while. I don't own it anymore though,
0: yeah, I've never seen it, and I didn't have high hopes to be honest with you, it's not really in my wheelhouse, but um, we'll get into it <laughs> uh. <laughs> Do you want to give us the
1: synopsis? Absolutely. Okay. Newcomer to a Catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft. And they all soon conjure various spells and curses against those who anger them. Dun, dun,
0: dun. All right. That's pretty uh, basic.
1: Yeah, right right. to the point. Um, Any opening thoughts on this, you guys? Uh, Yeah. I mean, uh, I loved this movie. It, when it came out in the 90s, it, this was like right in my wheelhouse in my goth days. So, like, this was right up my alley. It
2: was like it was speaking to me. I loved it. I, yeah, just. I really enjoyed it too when it came out. I, I watching it this time, you know, I it didn't think it staged so well. Yeah, it, it really didn't. Um, and I didn't realize how much Feruza overacted in some parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely.
0: Um, oh, I, I couldn't disagree say, more.
2: I, I will. <laughs> i will say that i love the music um and i i have to say that the love spit love cover of how soon is now i actually love more than the original
1: yeah actually it's funny one of my notes in this in my paperwork here is um how cool the opening is and how much i like the musical choices so much so that i actually owned the soundtrack at one point so yeah i had this i had this cd (laughs) Yep. <laughs> back when we had cds i had the cd of the soundtrack because i loved the soundtrack thought
0: it was yeah, great too. The, yep, the soundtrack I loved... was fucking great it totally slapped i loved the soundtrack to this it movie. was really
2: good it yeah. was really good and um i you know I, richard butler to me is just so good and i'll listen to anything that he does so i was so excited when they actually used that for this movie
1: yeah yeah,
0: it was it was totally kick ass, and it's funny. Delin's always kind of I've always thought she looked a little bit like uh, Faruka Salt. She's got like all the teeth, like she's got like way too many teeth, just like Bazooka, whatever her name is.
1: <laughs> Bazooka
0: Salt. <laughs> Bazooka Salt. And uh, and I've actually got some pictures of Delin back in her Goth days, where she actually is like looking like Nancy. So yeah, I, I, I was kind of like. I was kind of falling in love with uh, Nancy during this one all over again. I was like, damn, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Out of the four four witches, I mean, if I was in high school, that's the one I would have been immediately, you know, uh, attracted to. The one that was the most trouble. So, yes, that is perfectly on brand. (laughs) I just loved her look. And it was funny because I was actually saying – she kind of reminded me a little bit of Willem Dafoe last week in Streets of Fire, like pasty white, like menacing grin, uh, dressed in patent leather. I'm like, okay, here we go.
2: I also really thought that um, I, I think Nev Campbell is adorable. For, there's something about Nev Campbell that I think is charming. Um, He's also very wholesome, which is funny
1: because you yes. know that even in this movie. She gets the wholesome role and she was wholesome in Scream,
2: even though it's Scream. Yeah. Right.
1: Right.
2: Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. There's something about her that just I really like. Um,
1: was she in know, that show that was like uh, a bunch of like a uh, bunch of family, like a, a churchy family? Was she in one of those shows?
2: I feel like she was. It was something like Party like of Jessica.
1: Five or something like that.
2: Jesus. Was it Jessica Biel? I, I didn't watch those shows. No, neither did a- I. I'm just
1: wondering if that's like where the wholesome thing up. comes from.
2: Yeah, there was, like, a whole, like, like, clan of those shows. It was, like, mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek. And, like, then there was, like, um, what's the one with Jessica Biel? And um, oh, that's,
1: the, that's the Church Family one, like, Party of Twelve or Party of Five. I don't even know. <laughs> I, they, I, I confused them all. Her character yes. in this movie.
2: Oh, you know what it was? I think My So-Called Life.
1: No, she wasn't in yeah. that. That was um The Redhead. Um, oh god, no, that's gonna kill me. It's where Jared Leto came from. He was Jordan Catalano. Oh,
2: okay.
0: She when this movie started off, Nev Campbell was looking exactly like um the character from Sixteen um, Candles. No, from Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Thank I, you. I mean, she was like they had her dress just like her. She was like acting weird, like that writing in the book, and like just yeah. being bizarre in the hallway. And this, like faded, like, immediately. Like, I'm talking even before, like, the scars went away and everything. Like, it was only, like, one scene where she's that character and then immediately she just becomes, um, you know, just normal, basically.
2: I I think what they were trying to do, and we can obviously get into this later on, but I think they were trying to show, like, the self-confidence that she gains from having the sisterhood.
1: Right. Yeah. And also with the fourth, all of a sudden they're all feeling more powerful.
2: Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I got that, but it's just it was just weird that it was just the one scene, like the one beginning opening scene. We get that character. Though just I'm just talking about the way she looked. Right. Mm-hmm. The way she dressed and everything. And then like the next scene, she's still got the scars and everything, but she's just looking better. <laughs> so, right. Know. All right, well, let's get into
2: it.
1: All right. Sarah Bailey, played by Robin Tunney, is a troubled teenage girl who has previously attempted suicide. She's just moved from San Francisco to Los Angeles with her father and stepmother. She enrolls in a local Catholic high school, but has trouble fitting in. During French class, her classmate Bonnie, played by Nev Campbell, witnesses Sarah telekinetically causing a pencil to rotate while standing on its tip. And honestly, I thought this was a pretty cool opening between the chanting with the three girls initially. And then, you know, you meet Rob, um, well, mm-hmm. not Robin, you meet Sarah. And um, I just thought that was cool because it's like it was probably something Sarah did and didn't even think about it. You right. Know? She probably did that all the time and for Bonnie to notice it and be like, Oh, that's it. That's the one, you know, she's the fourth. Right. Yep. Uh,
0: So was, so the movie opens up and Sarah comes into the house with her father. Yes. And her stepmother Mm -hmm. and it's raining and it's raining in the house. I get the impression throughout this movie that Sarah was very powerful, like, like untapped witch power yes. that, like, far beyond even what she knows. And uh, oh, yeah. I think, you know, was she making it rain because she was feeling down? I mean, it seemed like she was controlling the weather a lot.
1: Yeah. Interesting, too, as they're pulling up the driveway, there's that gigantic snake. And it's like, that's not just a snake that's hanging out in your yard in L.A. That no. is a gigantic... It was like a boa constrictor. The thing was freaking yeah. huge, like a yeah. python. Yeah. yeah. So
0: and and the weird guy comes in with the snake and he's like relax relax and the father like chases him like two steps first of all no i'm chasing <laughs> that guy all the way down so i can figure out what the fuck he's doing there like it's not going to be like all right well uh, all right are you okay like, really? I, I didn't get that really.
2: Well, maybe they thought he was like squatting in the house because it was empty. I'm not really sure. That was such a cool, I mean, you didn't see much of the house, but like, I loved her room with those French doors and like, it was a cool looking house. Yes. Yeah. I just, I wish they had elaborated a little bit. I wish I could have seen the whole house because I love shit like that. But I mean, um, as we, uh, I'm just,
1: I have to say this because I noticed it very succinctly. There's a dining room that she runs in into at one point, And it's in a scene where there's vermin all around. And she looks up at the ceiling and the ceiling is a glass, like, like a stained glass ceiling. And I'm oh, like, wow. like during the day, that must be freaking gorgeous. Like, yeah. yes, please. Like it was,
2: I was like, that's pretty cool. It was yeah, such it's... a cool-looking house, and I just wish – and also, like like what does was saying, like with the rain, like the roof was like, – I wish they had elaborated, like, why did it matter that the house had a, ro- a leaky roof, and why did it – like, they didn't really explain why the house was in such disrepair, like, did they get it at a bargain? Like, it was – they didn't really explain why they mo- – like, right. I don't know, maybe I missed it, but like, I didn't really – I figure,
1: didn't hear it. I no. didn't know
2: why that was so – pointed out so much at the beginning.
0: Yeah, and he makes a point of saying, well, it's big, like, it's a big house – and it needed an interior paint job badly it was a very cool looking <laughs> house but it, it, it needed some paint um well, it
1: kind of looked like it had like a raw plaster like a mexican adobe yeah. look even on the uh-huh. inside
0: yeah but yeah, was,
1: I'm, I'm a fan of a movie that gives me the cool house like yes. practical magic and oh. you, you show me that staircase and practical magic and that the 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 garden, uh, the, not the garden, the greenhouse and the mm-hmm. kitchen. And just, I I literally could eat that house up. I love it so yes. much. So I want, like, I agree. Know. I wanted to see more of this house because it was cool looking. Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So next, we're going to be in the classroom and we're going to meet Chris and we're going to get this fucking actor from fucking, Scream. Uh, from uh, Clueless. Foolish. This kid with he the long hair. I fucking hate this kid, man. Rick and Meyer.
2: Oh, I can't stand him either.
0: Jesus Christ. Nothing cheapens a movie than putting this fucking idiot in it. Okay? (laughs) Um, So what I noticed about this movie. What did he do to you? I just don't like him. (laughs) Skateboard. There's some fucking weed. It's like, fucking shut up. So (laughs) what I did notice about this movie. Okay. So the, the female actors were prime time. These girls were ready for the big screen. The male actors were WB. These kids were not holding their own, any of the boys. And it was obvious. It was lopsided acting. It's like when the boys are on the screen, I'm thinking I'm watching, you know, a half hour, one hour movie uh, TV show that's on every week on WB. Right. And when the girls are on screen, I'm like, they're fucking killing it. And This is a great movie. It was I a totally little unbalanced.
2: And, and Skeet Ulrich is so f- annoying. Like he was like douche central in this movie. Like yeah. I just super douche. And I that know is, that that was the point,
1: but like, yeah, I mean, he's doing a good job because that's yeah, what I got. <laughs> but, he's a douche and scream too. Oh yeah, but different because okay,
0: so they're not allowing any of these male characters to have any character arc at all, nothing. And Chris is like, so we'll get into it. He, I feel like he wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't a bad guy. He was just a fucking high school kid. That's what he was. He was a high school kid. And some of the writing doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, you know, he, he comes on to Sarah. She, you know, she nibbles, she bites, she goes and watches them at football practice. They have their date and it's a nice date and things are going well. And then he says, come home and let's do it. And she was like, you know, maybe not on the first date, but things are going well. They're kissing. They're having a nice time. She's getting along with his friends. Like, I don't understand why this now leads to being like, I fucked her and she's a shitty lay fucker. It's like,
1: you're not putting in any work, dude. It's like maybe another 48 hours. Well, I mean, and- that is the life of a high school football star. No. Yes. No. no it, yes. Honey, you never were a high school football star. You don't know. What? Not after yes. one
2: half a date. I mean, it's not like she shut him down ten times. She was just but like, "Let's go." Is, on. She said no. She rejected him. Yep. And to a guy with an ego that big, he's gonna slam her. He's gonna he expecting
1: and- her to roll over for him,
2: right? But like she, every other
0: girl. She didn't really say no. She just said not right now. It doesn't like, matter to him. It, it was matter. a good.
1: But dude, this, get is, it. this is how some guys are.
0: I don't know. That's how some seems, guys are. Even like a, even a high school football player. I mean, you got to put in a little work. I mean, you're talking like one, two dates, three dates.
2: But but I think they, I think they wanted you to, to get the impression that, you know, I don't even remember his name in the movie. What was his name? Chris. Uh, Chris. Chris. Yeah. He's Chris, whatever. Joe Schmo. Like I'm used to having girls just fall at my feet and, you know, pull their pants down. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's just used to every girl. Just, you know, dropping like a fly and being like, "Woo, I love you. You know what I mean? Let's do it and whatever. And he's got that ego. And so when she says, no, you know, I'm not I don't really want to. Um, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And he he immediately takes that as, well, fuck her, because she doesn't know what she's missing. And I'm the shit and you're a piece of garbage. So I'm going to tell everyone that you're a lousy lay because you didn't say yes to me. So
1: again, I know I'm jumping ahead, but what I didn't understand, I understood him doing that. No problem. What I didn't understand is why she still liked him afterwards. Because he
0: seemed like a nice guy. I mean, they wrote, they wrote him like he was a little bit like, he wasn't like his other two dippest fucking buddies. Like he's got the little flower. He's like, I want to apologize for my buddies. He's like, he's very, he seems very sensitive and like a nice guy. It didn't feel like a bullshit act.
2: Dad's, you would have slept with him, I
0: think. What of? <laughs> <laughs> first, Maybe on the first night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you would have. You would have rolled over. See, this whole movie wouldn't have happened then. Me and Chris. <laughs> um, all right, so the pencil. So she's spinning the pencil, and very cool. I mean, immediately, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And I love when Nev Campbell kind of looks over, and she's like, uh-huh.
2: Ah.
1: Like, she gives yeah. a little
0: squeak, like, right. before somebody else notices, stop that.
1: Yeah. 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 And also, and also, she had just been saying to the other girls that Almanac says that, you know, yeah. something's coming. And right. she goes, maybe it's our fourth. And, like, within, like, you know, the next class, this happens. So, she goes, oh, my God. Like, it's true. You know? Yeah.
0: I got the impression that these girls were playing witch, the three. And they hadn't really... Achieved anything like they I don't were, think they
1: wanted to be playing, yeah. I think they were actually trying, but nothing yes, was happening, really. But nothing
0: was happening, like they were like, Did you feel the tangle? I think I felt the tangle, like it was that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Nev Campbell sees this girl literally like using her mind to move a pencil, and she's like, Okay, we got to get the this is the bass player of the band, he can play, like let's <laughs> right. get him, you know what I mean? And um, you know, there were some a uh, couple of things like. I wasn't sure why Nancy was so um, apprehensive on taking um, Sarah into the group. I I can tell you why. Well, there were a couple of reasons. One, was she, because she wanted the power and she, you know, so was she jealous because of Chris? Okay. So that was part of it. Not even Chris.
1: Jealous of the power. Jealous of uh, how easy it comes to her. Jealous of the fact that she's got it without even trying jealous yeah. of the fact that she's got a nice house i mean Everything. the list, the list the goes on and on and jealous yeah. that the other two girls are looking at her and being like wow she's amazing instead of right. looking at
2: nancy and saying that exactly she's she's not the shit with nancy around i mean with um with sarah, sarah around she i mean she still she's she still has power she's still powerful but she's she's not like necessarily the leader when sarah's around exactly
0: she, I didn't get the impression that Nancy really had any power until Sarah started hanging around. I feel like they, again, they hadn't done anything that was extraordinary like they yeah
1: well they were they kept claiming that the reason why it wasn't working was because there wasn't four of them to call the four corners now here's the thing as a solitary witch you don't need somebody to call the four corners right. you can do it by yourself you and don't sarah had people.
0: been doing it sarah had been doing it all along she says you know several times you know it, uh, sometimes it goes awry sometimes i fuck things up when i do this so she's been you know making shit happen yeah. presumably for years.
2: Yeah. But I think with with Nancy, you know, when Sarah came along, Nancy realized that she wasn't necessarily the alpha anymore. So she's trying gonna try to piss on everything she can to mark her territory. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But Including she-
1: Chris, because she had a, a thing with Chris. Right. And Chris dumped her like he seems to do with everybody else. Yep. And you know, whether she actually cared about it or not, I don't think she really cared about Chris one way or the other. Oh, she totally
0: did. She still got a wicked crush on him. You think? Definitely. Dude, she looks at him with the puppy eyes through the whole thing. At the football practice, she's, you know, kidding with him. and Yeah, she fucking, yeah, she wants, she did not want to be dumped by Chris, and she still has a thing for him. Mm. As, did, uh, as did Sarah, even yeah. after the... Chris, a good guy. I'm telling you, Chris, a decent guy. He's just a fucking stupid teenager football player. So he's got, you can't behold this kid to like this high standard. He's just a dumb jock, but I think he's got a good heart. And I think he gets fucking fucked in this movie.
2: Yeah. Can I say something as a, as a female? I don't think he's a good guy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's not guys like Chris. All right. So
0: He he we're not going to jump ahead, but he obviously there's a despicable act later in the movie. But at this point, they fucking like put the fucking the worm in his ear like in Star Trek. I mean, they've like they've fucking
1: (laughs) we haven't haven't gotten quite there yet, but
0: (laughs) okay. Um, (laughs) all right. And I do think that I do think once Nancy realizes that uh, Sarah is her portal to getting real witch power, that's when she's like, okay, we can be best friends. We can be besties. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So during lunch, Sarah is hit on by Chris, played by Skeet Ulrich,
2: the school's football star. She he asks- has a douche name. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Charming as fuck, too. Sorry. Keep going.
1: It's all good. She asks about Bonnie and her two friends. Nancy, played by Feruza Balg, and Rochelle, played by Rachel True. Chris tells Sarah to stay away from the trio because they're witches. Bonnie tells Nancy and Rochelle that Sarah is the fourth who will complete their circle and make a full coven. The three girls each have their issues. Nancy lives in a trailer with her mom, Grace, played by Helen Shaver, and abusive stepfather, Ray. Bonnie has burn scars all over her back, and the painful treatment recommended by the surgeon is likely to fail, an insecure black athlete, Rochelle, is subjected to racist taunts by the most popular girl in school, Lara Lizzie, played by Christine Taylor. Mm. Mickey, did they ever say where Bonnie got those scars?
2: No, and I was just talking. It's funny because Tony and I were talking about that. I said, you know, when 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 um, blah, blah blah blah. What's her name? Nancy was, you know, doing the 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 magic over her back. Oh I was yeah, like, yeah. They never really explain. How she got the scars, like what happened to her? Was she born with them? Was did she, she in a fire? Like what happened? They never said that, and that's yeah. another thing that I wish that they had elaborated more on. Like we don't get a lot of backstory on any of the girls, other than I, yeah, Sarah. Really? I thought
0: they did. Didn't they say it was a car accident or something? I could have swore they they told us where those scars came from.
2: Uh, Maybe I missed it. Yeah, I must have missed it too because I don't remember that at all. Um, and it
0: could be bullshit.
2: But yeah, I wish they, <laughs> I wish they had elaborated more. I mean, there's so there's they could have done so much more with um kind of shaping the characters.
0: Oh, big more. time. Big time. So,
1: also, uh just because I just happened to mention Rochelle, I would like to mention that I uh was listening to her on a podcast one time and she was talking about how they had like uh uh the craft reunion at like a convention and Uh they invited everybody but rachel true Mm. and it's like really she's the fourth like what do you you have to invite rachel true and i guess like for risa balk and you know um the nev and and all of them were like yeah we're not coming unless you invite her like that's ridiculous why would they
2: not invite her
1: because she's black no yeah Uh Come yeah. on. I mean, let's. Reasoning? What? What? What would the reasoning be? I don't know, but that's really shitty. Who was they? First of all, yeah, a, it was a convention. I'd have to look it up because I. Well, just, it was a like a like I said, I was listening to a podcast or something. And she right. was telling this story, and I was like, oh my god! But just that's not warm. cool. She's part of the group, and yeah, not cool. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, that's not, not cool at all. At all. Uh, th- so when she's talking to Chris, Sarah, and she says, you know. Uh, these girls. Some people have been rude to me here. And he's like, who? Who's being rude to you? And she's like, you know, these girls and they're right over there and they look over. So this shot we get of the three of them sitting there on the wall, staring at them. Nancy looks so good. I'm like, oh, she's smoking the butt and she's like, eh. She's smoking smoking a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, she's smoking a lot of butts in this. Um, (laughs) So let me ask you guys a question. How come some of the students have to wear the outfit and some of them don't, and some days they do, and some days they don't.
2: Tony asked the same
1: thing. I don't know. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's almost kind of like one of those things, like, as long as you're wearing like, you know, 70% of the uniform or something, you no, get away no, with no. it or something. I don't no, know. No, because
0: the boys are never wearing any of it. Oh. Huh. Yeah. No, the boys are never wearing any of it. So I don't, That's I weird. don't understand. Yeah. So you're
1: going to put the girls in the little Catholic school girl short, short skirt, right. but you're not going to make the boys wear a uniform of any kind. Interesting. Yeah. It was mm-hmm.
0: interesting. Um I didn't and, even notice.
1: Yeah. And Nancy
0: is like is poor ass. Like she's yeah. she comes from nothing. Her parents have nothing. She doesn't have a job. She has fucking got a pricey ass bitch in wardrobe for a broke ass <laughs> teenager. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Wait, this is also the nineties. You go to the you go to the thrift store, you can do pretty well for yourself. Right. No,
0: not with no money. Um
2: garment district.
1: Mm. I don't know.
0: She's, she's got no money. She's a By high a school By the way, kid.
2: Um, I know where I'm jumping way ahead, but I loved her mom. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I, now you'll remember in the um, wedding singer episode where I was talking about Linda's shoes. So yes. Nancy is wearing the exact same shoes, but in black. Oh, yes. Exact same shoes, but in black. And I love them. Great shoes. And and we get the close-up of him dragging on the floor later in the movie. I love
1: that scene. Oh, it's so fucking yes. good. It's so good.
0: It's so good. Yeah. Really good.
1: That's probably my favorite. The toes pick up and go yes. across the carpet. It's like, oh, that's yeah. good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and and don't get me wrong. I know Chris isn't a great guy. That's no, not what I'm saying. Chris. No, because no, I just want to really say this. Because it's going to be important during this movie. Chris is not a great guy, but in the pantheon of movies that we've seen where there's like a bad guy from high school, you know, it's like, he's not starting off like the old sort prick, like fucking the guy you just want to hate. Like he's very charming. He's very nice, but he's an immature narcissistic jock. Yeah. And so, not to
1: mention that the unspeakable act of which we mentioned earlier, um, is not brought on by his own. No, it's brought on because of what she does. Yeah, she put so, the rape me spell. She put the rape me spell on him. You know, and it's like I'm not. I'm not making any excuse for a sexual assault, but at the same time, when a love spell goes awry, those are the kind of things that can sometimes happen.
0: And it's like irregular Lirio says, she goes, it's going to come back three times. So she said, I want you to fucking desire me. And he fucking desired her to the point of where she was going to pay for putting that spell on him right. in a malicious way. Yeah. So I was feeling kind of bad for Chris. I mean, this was just high school <laughs> bullshit between kids and, you know, and they took it to up- a
1: place that he couldn't handle.
0: And then they fucking glamor raped him and murdered him. <laughs>
1: Oh, Chris. Okay, we've jumped right. way ahead. <laughs> all
0: right, let's keep
1: going. <laughs> oh my God. After school, the three girls befriend Sarah and take her to the occult shop. Fiona Lirio, played by Assumpta Cerna, comments that Sarah is not like the other girls and says to her, maybe you're a natural witch. Your power comes from within. Mm-hmm. While leaving the shop, Sarah is harassed by a vagrant and all four girls simultaneously will for something to happen. The vagrant is then hit by a car before the girls run off. Nancy then tells Sarah about invoking the spirit mana, which is their ultimate goal as a coven. So Des, I'm thinking that if it's me and I thought that my thought had made some poor mentally ill man get hit by a truck, I'd have to sit down and sort out my priorities. I'm sorry. (gasps) Not me. I'd make a fucking, I'd make an outfit like a Spider-Man outfit. (laughs) I'd be fucking a superhero.
0: (laughs) I I don't know what the outfit would be, but I'd be an X-Man.
2: So, (laughs) Can love it. I'd make an outfit. <laughs> I'd so, be an X-Man. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're going to get the bum again. Same bum from the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's we're still the holding his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this character is not at all flushed out. They're not giving us any information. Nope. What does the snake mean? What does the guy mean? Why did he dream about Sarah? Nothing.
1: Nothing. It's is he not connected explained. to Menon? Like, is that how, like, in some weird No. No, well, um, you don't know that.
0: I do. They're not explaining anything. They're not telling us anything about this guy. It makes no sense. They need to I tell agree.
2: us. I agree yeah. that they needed to elaborate more on that. And I was disappointed again, yeah. another one where they just expect you to go, Oh, with this, look at this. Oh yeah. Job.
0: There's this homeless guy. That's like, you know, made it from the city down to fucking the Valley right? with a snake showed up at their house. And then, they bump into each other by chance and he's got a snake. He's like, oh, I dream about you. Oh, hey, come here. It's like, what does this fucking mean? Or what does the snake mean? I don't know. Um, uh, okay. L- Lirio the Good Witch, Melinda the Good Witch from the North. <laughs> this character was underutilized in the worst way. Yeah. I wanted this fucking character. I wanted her in one of the battles. I wanted her with Sarah. I wanted... I just wanted more of this character. She was
2: fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: and she she's the she's Obi Wan. Yeah, oh she's yeah, she's Obi Wan, and and she just talks to her twice, and that's it. Yeah, you know.
0: And the store is great. I want more of this store. I don't. I want to know what's behind that fucking curtain. Oh, you saw what was behind the curtain. No, I want shit going on behind the curtain. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I want shit. I want Erio's fucking like. I want her to take Sarah back there and I don't know, man, fucking something good. I just want more Lyrio, you know? Um,
2: She was, she was great. I wish they had, I wish again, another one that could have been fleshed out more. Um, And the other thing that I, I didn't like, and I, I don't know, I'm torn up. Me now hates it. Me in 1996 was like, well, that's not probably not the right thing to do, but like they, they're like, oh, five-finger discount. It's like they go in there, and <clears throat> for me, like, just stealing shit, you don't go into a shop like that and steal shit.
1: No, okay. especially not a shop like that, because you are totally asking to get it back. Like It's one thing when you're stealing from Target or whatever, but you go into a store like that and steal, you're asking for it. Okay,
0: so yeah. here's my thought with that, okay? Um, so obviously Lirio, she can look at Sarah and say that ring belonged to your mother. Okay. Lirio knew they were stealing. She was letting them steal because she saw these are three potential witches. She doesn't know if they're good or bad in the beginning. Obviously she hasn't flushed these girls out. She just knows they're coming into the store and they're interested in witchcraft. And I feel like she knows they're stealing because how could she
2: not? She does I mean, know cause she yeah. said, you're not like your friends. Yeah. Yes.
1: So well, she letting, said, are you going to pay for that book? And she was like, yeah. And then she said, you're not like your friend. So yeah. she knows that they've been stealing. Absolutely. She knows they've been stealing. And I think that, it, I think she's making money off, you know, the,
0: the local focals and she sees these three girls that are interested in witchcraft. So she's allowing them to do this. Um, you know, we're going to get the book, the the death book later on, you know, we keep, <laughs> keep death book on the top shelf, you know, <laughs> 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 fucking lock that shit up man what are you doing lock that shit up you know lock it up you don't want that book for sale it's a bad book
1: <laughs> Oh god! there are no bad books only bad people exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> i don't know the book of the dead and the mummy don't read from the book in fucking
1: latin don't oh, do it
2: <laughs> Platu veratu nictu. <laughs> necktie. <laughs> <laughs> don't read from the book, honey. Now, have you know. ever
1: seen that? What is that? Evil Dead. Evil Dead.
0: Oh, I was quoting the Mummy, but
1: no, we're we're quoting. Uh, necktie is is the Evil Dead, the one with um, what's his First face? Chris. Cam- Cam- Thank yeah. you. Have you seen yeah.
0: them? No, but oh, we might my, have to do them. My credo in life. I mean, I live my life by this mantra: don't read from the book in Latin. I mean, it's served me up till well. now.
2: I think, I think you, you can't is, read in Latin. I can't I read think, them in English. I think Des had asked about Army of Darkness and I said, Yeah, but you have to watch the other two first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, no,
1: true. We gotta we gotta get you on that. I mean they're they're classics.
0: Yeah. yeah. What was the other one when I wanted to do the whole trilogy? I was just saying it the other week. I don't remember. I don't either. All right. We'll figure it out.
1: Okay. All right. So Sarah leaves the girls to meet Chris, but refuses to have sex with him at school. The next day, Sarah discovers Rude. that Chris <laughs> Sarah <laughs> discovers that Chris boasted to the whole school that they slept together and that she was the worst he's ever had. Nancy, Bonnie and Rochelle comfort Sarah, invite her on a field trip. They take the bus out to the country. The bus driver tells them to be careful of weirdos. But Nancy replies, we are the weirdos, mister. While in the countryside, they call the corners and cast some spells. Mm. Michelle asks for the strength not to hate those who hate her. Sarah performs the love spell on Chris. Bonnie asks for beauty inside and out. And Nancy asks for all the power of Mana. And Mickey, be careful what you wish for, right?
2: Right there. You know, you're a fucking idiot. Like you can't do shit like that. Like, yeah. you can't. Like, here's the thing, you know, I'm not a gatekeeper. You know, I, I hate gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, and hopefully they proved it with this movie. Like, you don't – like, I love when What's-Her-Name was like, I you know, I want to forgive those who hate me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I want to be beautiful outside as well as in. Like, those were nice, relatively easy, decent things to want to manifest. Mm -hmm. When you say, I want all the fucking power in the world, like, you know right there, hmm, maybe you need some therapy and maybe we should Maybe we should break the circle and get the fuck out of here. Like yeah. you know what well, I mean? Like
1: So like later at some point when things start happening for the girls and they're all thrilled about it, um, Nancy is upset. And I'm jumping ahead because I do write this out later, but she gets upset and Rochelle has this line where she says she's upset because her spell's not working. And you know, no. at first you go, Well, yeah, she doesn't have all the power of my own because that's ridiculous. Who's nobody's gonna have all that? And then Rochelle says she wished to not be white trash or something. And it's right. like, right. oh, so <clears throat> w- when she asks for all the power of Manon, it's because she's embarrassed to ask for what she really wants, right. which is to not be white trash, to have a little bit of money, to have the ability to crawl out of the, tr- the trailer park. And I totally get it. That uh-huh. would be embarrassing and a total bummer. But it's like, if these are your sisters and this is your coven, you should be able to say what you need to actually say exactly. without doing that because you're opening the door to something that's very powerful and not being mindful of that, you know? Well, and, right.
2: and so right there, you already know that Nancy's full of shit because part of what they were saying in part of the circle was you enter the circle with perfect love and perfect trust. Right. right. That means being able to trust your coven members with anything that you say, anything that you feel, and you know that they're going to you know, keep it in the circle and not judge you. Right. And also, like, do you think about how difficult
1: it must be for Bonnie to talk about her scars and to yeah. be, um, you know, vulnerable about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, you also got to keep in mind, <clears throat> these are all high school kids. And I'm going you know, yes. gonna... to... Try Agreed. and watch them all the same, like with Chris. You know, these girls are the same too. I mean, you think about back when you were in high school. You know, what would I have wished for? Oh I my God. The stupidest I,
1: shit ever.
2: I, I want to fucking rule the world. I, I want to marry, fly. I wouldn't wish to marry John Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my I wish God. I was
0: one of the Beatles. I mean, I don't know. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, though. No, it's totally true. When you're young. You don't understand consequences. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You um, don't understand them.
0: Bonnie and uh, Rochelle. Yes, these are good kids, and they're not really wishing. I mean, yeah. All right.
1: So, <laughs> fucking... no, 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 no. Before you jump ahead, right? So, very importantly, Rochelle asks to not hate those who torment her. But then, right. when um, Sarah braids the hair into her hair. Yeah. And she says, what's going to happen to her. And she said, if she leaves you alone, nothing.
0: Right. So nothing so, would have
1: happened to her. It was because she continued it. Yeah, It was backfire.
0: Exactly. So Bonnie was, was relatively good. And when she realized what was happening, she felt bad about it. And, uh, Roche and i mean, I'm sorry, Rochelle and Bonnie literally never did anything bad throughout this movie. She just wanted to be have some self confidence and feel pretty. It's fine, and yeah, she got a little narcissistic. But I mean, who cares? She's been a monster in her own mind this whole time, so she feels good and fucking fine. Right. Fine. Right. That's that's a nice glamour wish, right? Or spell. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing: is like, uh, I think that Sarah's is terrible. I think love spells are always a bad idea. They always yeah, backfire. Right. Yeah. They never work out the way you want them to. And so bad idea. Like you, this was trouble from word one. That's right. right. Look what happened with us. <laughs> 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 Life <stop>. of torment.
2: <laughs> for stop. someone for someone that was so for for someone that's so smart and like compared to the other three so grounded. Um that was a really like
1: like yeah, an odd choice
2: move. Like it didn't you know, make no, any again, sense. She's in high school, so yeah. yeah and it's and, an odd choice. But and why do you want this douche to like you so much? Like because just...
0: he's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, trying he's, to sell
1: me on that. He's a good-looking, charming, nice kid. You're not
2: going to make a, fetch happen. Knock it
1: off.
0: <laughs> he made a mistake. He's just he's just a kid. High school yes, kid. He made a mistake. True. She knows there's a there's a nice heart in there. She still wants Chris. She wants to give this kid another chance.
1: Yeah, I guess. Okay, All right. uh, so, but I will say
0: Mirio is uh, when she finds out about the spell, she is disappointed that Sarah did it, and
1: basically tells her, "You can't undo it. You're fucked." Yeah, You're fine. yeah.
2: You're let it run its course.
1: Yeah, yep. Shit. And unfortunately, oh. it did and badly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, shortly after the spells are cast, they show signs of working. Chris becomes infatuated with Sarah. Bonnie's scars miraculously heal, and the next time Laura bullies Rochelle, Laura's hair begins to fall out. The girls are all happy with the results they're getting so far, except for Nancy, whose spell was to not be poor anymore, until one night when Ray attacks her mother and she screams, causing the microwave and all the light bulbs to explode. And Ray suffers a massive heart attack and dies. Mm. Then Nancy and her mother are told by the insurance man that they have inherited $175,000 from an insurance policy. Nancy and her mother move into a posh high-rise where the girls meet one night and learn how to throw glamours. For a movie about four teenage girls, the body count is starting to rise. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> but i thought the glamour scene was pretty cool i always enjoy that i mean you can kind of see the 1996 of it all in the the
2: cgi but that's okay i enjoy yeah. it i also uh, love the fact that for, well first of all, i love the connie francis jukebox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah And i loved um that they really kind of honed in because like I don't know. I remember, you know, being younger and and not ne- not necessarily in high school, but younger and like going to like slumber parties and doing things like light as a feather, stiff as a board. Absolutely. You know, you you know, do your little. I don't even know what those things are called. Where you make the paper things and you move them with your fingers and you write. Oh yeah, things off. the fortune tellers, the paper fortune yeah. tellers. Yeah. That's like you know the 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 middle school version of a tarot card. Do you know what I Absolutely. mean? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But I love that they that they did that because I thought that scene was fun and it it actually showed showed them like like aside from the magic, it showed them acting like teenage girls
0: like kids yeah yeah huh Uh, see I think most boys imagine girls sleepovers are like you guys were all in your underwear tickling each other and stuff
1: yeah it's not like that at all (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. There's a lot of, it is a feather stiff as a board. There might be some truth or dare. stuff like that usually is what happens. At least when I was a kid, that's what it was like. Yeah. I never
0: game. So uh, when I was watching this, I was thinking, man, I'm like 175 grand, man. I'm like, that's not a lot like a Mustang and jukeboxes and a penthouse in the sky. But I did it. Yeah. But I did it. That's actually about $350,000 in today's money. So, no, eh, yeah, seems it's about decent. right. Yeah, seems and I mean, they're only right.
1: renting that apartment. It's not like they bought it. So, right, right, right.
0: yeah. So I'm, I'm okay with it. But, uh, yeah, it was good. I liked the heart attack. I thought that was great. I love the, uh, I loved when the insurance guy says, you know, we're getting that money, and they're like, they're fucking cheering and smiling, and uh, I thought that was great. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That guy was a total con. I keep no, that he one. totally
1: was a, a total loser. He, yeah. I, I I'm, I'm not trying to say he deserved it, but he deserved it.
0: <laughs> he, he did. He, he did.
1: deserved it. You know, he was probably being awful to Nancy, being awful to Nancy's mom. Good rinse, Ray. Sorry. So I made an observation
0: about um, Laura. So Laura's hair is falling out. This is the least of her troubles, okay? Because. In the shower scene where she is laying down or sitting down, clutching her knees, crying, and the hair is everywhere. I got to look at her feet, okay? <laughs> this is the problem. This girl has hooves, okay? That's Ben feet... Stiller's
1: wife you're talking about. Be careful. Well,
0: ben Stiller's wife has jacked up feet, okay? <laughs> the the balding head, not the problem. The feet, the problem. <laughs> Take a look next time at that scene. You'll be like, Ooh, whoa,
2: whoa, oh. go back now and and uh, check it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at those toes. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. Shink in the armor.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, just out of curiosity, there is something called wiki feet where you can um, look at anyone's feet. How do you know this? <laughs> because I just happened to yeah, type in Christine Taylor's this? feet. Cause I typed in Christine Taylor's feet. And the first thing that came up was wiki feet.
0: Yeah, and they're jacked, right?
1: Um, I mean, they could be worse. They're not that bad. She well, d- definitely has
2: interesting feet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they are gross. <laughs> I have to Google Christine Taylor's feet now. See, well, I, I just had to. I had to know. Or Christine There's... Taylor. I mean, Christine woman's Taylor's doing okay feet. for herself.
1: She's doing fine.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Images. Christine Taylor's feet. Yeah, what you really need to see is... The scene when she's sitting in the shower, it tells the tale. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on.
1: Oh my goodness. All right. So the girls go to Lirio's shop again, where Nancy finds a book about invoking the spirit. Later that night, the girls go to the beach and form a circle calling on Menon. At the culmination of the spell, Nancy is struck by lightning. The next day, the girls uh, witness Nancy walking on water claiming that Manon is inside her and she can feel him in her veins. On the other side of the beach, a dozen sharks have beached themselves and Nancy seems overjoyed at the display. Later, Rochelle sees a balding Laura in the locker room, hysterically sobbing after swim practice, surrounded by her shed hair. Mm. Uh, Rochelle feels remorse for the spell she has cast, and when she looks in the mirror at herself, her reflection actually looks away, which I thought was Mm. kind of a cool little thing uh sarah's love spell also backfires on her she finally accepts to have a dinner with date with chris but he takes her to the top of a hill and attempts to sexually assault her sarah runs away and makes it to Rochelle's house nancy and bonnie come over and when nancy hears about what happened she goes looking for chris at a house party she tries to seduce chris by disguising herself as sarah but when the real sarah arrives nancy causes chris to fall out a third story window killing him um not jumping over chris's uh death but Mickey, I don't know about you, but if I did a ritual on the beach one night and in the morning a bunch of sharks were dead on the the beach, I'd think I had done something very, very wrong. I wouldn't have been overjoyed by the display.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be talking about presents and and that it was all for me. I mean, that's just that's she just, just sounded like a lunatic. Yeah, and I think that's when you realize like she, her, she really does not have her shit together. Like if if. I think especially Sarah, like if she had any doubt before that of Nancy's kind of mental state, mm-hmm. I think that was the moment she's like, what did I get myself into? You know what I mean? Like, that's not cool. You know, like that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That like, the thing is, it's
1: like if if Manon is supposed to be everything, you know, he's in every grain of sand. He's in the like, why would you kill a bunch of people for Nancy or a bunch of sharks for Nancy? Like that doesn't make it doesn't actually make sense.
0: Yeah, it's not explained. It's just another bum holding a snake. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like what? Right, exactly. Um, that cave that they're in, I think that's the same cave from uh, the Usual Suspects when oh, they're I don't know. burying their buddy. It looked very familiar to me. Um, I thought it was cool. I thought the night scene was cool. You know, I didn't like when the camera was spinning around. It made me motion sick. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. I liked it. I thought Nancy. I, um, so, okay. I'm
2: so sorry. I forgot that. Uh, what's his name? Died.
0: Who? Chris.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, you forgot so, that he had died? I did. I had forgot that part. And then I was like, oh, shit. I remember him going out the window. And I don't know why I thought that he was like he yeah, got. That's because
0: in this small California town or wherever the fuck they are, uh teenage super uh, football star can follow be pushed out the window at a party and no one's asking any questions. There's no cops. Uh, School isn't suspended. None of the kids are upset. No one's wearing the Chris fucking uh, t-shirt, you know?
1: Well, that's a good point. But just so you know, it's not a small California town. It's LA. All
0: right. Well, he's, (laughs) he's a very popular student. I'm sure this would have come up again. I'm sure.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And you're right. I didn't I didn't even think about the fact that no one was really talking about it except for the four of them.
0: Yeah. They were just like, yeah, fuck him. Man, We, drove, we made him crazy with our magic. He was a douche, but oh, I mean, I'm thinking these girls are the douches. They're 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 these are fucking bad kids. They're doing well, bad
1: things. We, we've got three deaths now. Yeah, know? they're we're
0: doing bad things here. And Sarah's the one that's really piping all the magic into this thing. Uh Nancy is insane. You know, she's changing red lights, green. Uh, the other two are just like, Ugh. she's like, shut up. They're like, eh, yeah, shut up. Eh. Like in the car, I'm like,
1: what? yeah, well, I think, I think it was a little power drunk at that point. Yeah. yeah. that In that scene specifically, like, it's like, you know, you start getting what you want. You start feeling like you got a little power. You get a little cool. Right.
0: Now I usually have no um, patience for overacting in a movie, but I want to say, I thought, Feruza was fucking great in this movie. I really loved it. I feel without her in this movie, just her, her looks, her visual, looking the way she did, and her acting performance, this movie is flat. This movie's flat because there's no character building, specifically with the boys and with Lirio. Um, there's only really four characters in the movie. I mean, if you want to count Laura, she's in the, she's got like you know, six lines in the movie. If she, yeah. And I mean, they, it's such a cheap move using the, you know, she says Negroid and it's fucking horrible. Yeah. That's a terrible thing to say, right. but it's like, there's no character building. It's like, you're just making me hate her because she's saying this she's racist, a bully. right. Because she's a bully. and She's saying this racist thing. It's like, I want to see a little bullying. I want to give me some character building. Make me hate this girl. Make me hate Chris. I don't hate these people because they just don't have enough exposition.
1: Yeah. Also, you know, like, Hey, uh, Rochelle and Laura were best friends when they were kids. And now that they're older and rivals on the swim team, now they're, now she says all these horrible right. things about her. Like, give me like, you literally could say that in 20 seconds and yeah. it right. gives you a little bit more. Yeah. Like you could
2: do like the classic, Oh, we were, you know, we were friends when we were younger and then, you know, one of them got popular and one didn't. And,
1: yeah. There's
2: envy or whatever, you know what I mean? Something. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, and out of all the bullies, or I mean, there's really only two bullies. You got Chris and and uh and Laura. I mean, Laura's the one, in my opinion, that's really despicable because I mean she's fucking racist in nineteen ninety-six. Yeah. It's like, are you right. fucking kidding me? That's yeah, I, I, I mean, people like are still
1: it. racist today. So I mean I, I know, yeah. but
0: I I mean, you know. Rochelle is very pretty. Um, she reminds me of, you know, in Clueless, she reminds me of- uh, Oh yeah, Dion. Of Dion. Like, I feel like Rochelle would be super popular in school and I'm just not buying this. I'm just not buying this. It's just, it's not good. It's not right. good writing. Right. It's not good writing. It's cheap. It's, it's just, it's an easy way to get around building the character of Rochelle by just saying she's racist, so hate her. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. I do. I'm fine with it.
1: I mean, being being racist is enough reason for me to hate somebody or at least dislike them greatly. Of course it um, is. You know, they definitely could have fleshed it out just a tiny bit more. Yeah, it's just it's just it's
0: just, you know, it's weak. It's weak storytelling and it's weak writing. It's you're you're not giving me a character here. You're just whatever. Well,
1: I think that that actually is the chink in the armor of this movie, because that's like I really enjoy this movie. I have a ton of fun watching it. Um, but the, the, I mean, even the girls, I'd like a little bit more exposition about, um, you know, both Rochelle and Bonnie's pasts, like, don't make them two-dimensional, make them three-dimensional. Give me a little bit more, you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) But, you know, it's funny because even though, all right, so the story is good. I like the story. I like Mm -hmm. the story a lot. I like the idea of the story. Uh, The way it's told is not the craft, okay? We're not getting <laughs> yeah. we're not getting the craft of writing here. It's it's pretty weak writing. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no there's no character arcs. There's no I mean it's
1: but for lacking all of that, it was very fucking entertaining. Oh yeah. It's popcorn. It's a popcorn movie. You like know? I said
0: too, it's yeah. a light snack. It's a light snack and I enjoyed it very much. Right.
1: So Sarah starts having nightmares of the coving attacking her. She feels like they're following her everywhere just to torment her. She tries to stop Nancy, who has become the leader of the three remaining coven witches by binding her power so that she won't be able to hurt herself or others, but this does not work. And the three other girls now hate Sarah. They threaten to kill her needing help. Sarah goes to Lirio who tells her to invoke the spirit herself. That way she'll have a little backup. You know, Lirio also reveals that Sarah's mother was a powerful witch and that her talent has passed on to Sarah. Sarah starts to invoke Manon, But she has a vision of fire and the shop exploding. So she leaves the shop absolutely terrified. And, you know, Des, at this point, Sarah needs to fight fire with fire, but she's just not ready. Like, she can't commit.
0: Did we watch the same version of this? I missed that whole fire scene and all that. How did you
1: miss that? I watched it twice. I have no idea. That's why Um, I said to you, she does see what's behind the thing, because... When she goes back to the store to Lirio, she says, I need help. Lirio then takes her behind the curtain and there's uh, like a pentagram, a pentacle on the floor. And she says, you know, this is a place of power. We're going to invoke the spirit. We're going to, you know, you need to be stronger. You need to be able to deal with this. And she has a vision of the store exploding, essentially. And Hmm. she's convinced that Nancy sent that vision to her. So she runs because she doesn't want Lirio to get hurt. Did you miss that whole scene, guys?
0: I guess I did both times. That's weird. That is um, odd. I, I want to say this. So when they do the original spell, when they drink the wine with the blood, mm-hmm. I noticed that Sarah brought the picture of her mother. I thought that was
1: weird. Um, I suppose maybe, but I think that she felt close to her in a lot of ways. So
0: this was another missed opportunity. So now we're going to find out that Sarah's mother was a powerful witch. Because Lirio just sees it, I guess. Um, I wish that had been written more into this story. I wish we had gotten more of that. And I wish we had gotten more of, like, I don't know, maybe Lirio knew Sarah's mother. I mean, just fucking anything.
2: Give me more.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, your mother was so-and-so, and and she was a powerful witch. I knew her when she was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Again, 20 seconds to say something that makes sense, you know? Yeah. I baptized
0: you. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> or just you know, I I knew her before she moved to San Francisco, right? She was a yeah. powerful witch then, and she's obviously passed the you know it on to you. I re- I recognize that ring. you Yeah, know? we find out they were in a Same. covenant. I don't know.
0: Yeah, there was so much more they could have done.
1: Agreed. Okay. Sorry, sneezing. Okay. Here I'm back. Okay. So Sarah returns to an empty home where her former covenant torments her, using magical tricks and hallucinations. First, they make her believe her father and stepmom have died in a plane crash. Then, all kinds of snakes, insects, and vermin appear everywhere. Eventually, the tricks stop, and Sarah finds the three girls in her living room, where Nancy presses her into committing suicide. Nancy slashes at Sarah's wrists before Sarah runs up to her room. Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle wait for her to die, though Rochelle seems to think that things have gotten out of hand. Do you think? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did not have to go to this to get out of hand? But okay. Um, Nancy threatens her, too, before telling her to go upstairs and check on Sarah. Bonnie decides to go with Rochelle. Sarah is laying on the ground, weak and bleeding, but is about to invoke Manon when her mother calls to her from a photo. Sarah successfully invokes Manon and heals her wrists before casting a spell for the girls to see what they've become. In the mirror, Bonnie's face is horribly scarred and Rochelle's hair is falling out. Terrified, Bonnie and Rochelle flee i got to be honest with you, Mickey, I kind of love it when people get what's coming to them because, you know, they needed a reminder of what they were up to was not cool.
2: Agreed. Agreed. And that scene was amazing because you fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: so I kind of wish that this showdown had just been Nancy versus Sarah. I feel like. Bonnie and Rochelle, I wish they had let those character arcs go. And I wish that they had said to Nancy at some point, you know, you're fucking off the rails. This isn't what we wanted. You know, Bonnie basically is feeling remorse for Laura. And I mean, uh, Rochelle is feeling remorse for Laura and Bonnie. Again, she never did anything to anybody. She was fine. So, I didn't really like watching them turn into bad witches and follow Nancy down this trail. It just didn't need to be there. I didn't think they deserved to see themselves bad in the mirror and stuff. I think they could have just taken their two little blessings their two little things and and gone on. And then Nancy could have had the showdown with Sarah and we could have, you know, moved on from there.
1: I don't know. Yeah, well, the thing is, is like neither Bonnie nor Rochelle were stop stepping in to stop Nancy. Right. And Nancy was uh, misusing what she had been given.
0: Yeah. She was 10 times more powerful than these two. These two had no power. Nothing. They were, and not only that, they were almost like puppets. Cause you see in the car, they're almost acting like Chris now where, you know, she's telling them to shut up, you know, get in line, you're fucking idiots. You know,
1: like, yes, master, you know, it's like, yeah, well, because Nancy's got all the power of Manon. So yeah. th- they're, so they're trying to ingratiate themselves, but at the same time they're thinking, okay, the, this is where the power is coming from. These things are working for me. I better shut up. You right. Know? And listen yeah. to what Nancy's telling me. And honestly,
2: like they were like they 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 were Nancy's puppets. And but part of the problem is they also, you know, they liked that power that they were that they had. They liked they liked what they were able to do. mm -hmm. And they went with it and they didn't think about the consequences. They didn't think about what would happen to anybody and they just did it anyway. So I think that's a good lesson. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but like that's a good lesson. No, but it's true, yeah. because think about it. Like, yes, Des is right. Bonnie didn't quote
1: unquote do anything wrong. Right. She asked to be pretty and she got her scars off. Okay, great. But you know what? You're still complicit right. in all yeah. of this. You're complicit in yeah. Chris's death. You're complicit in Ray's death. You're complicit in the the crazy man getting run hit run by a truck. Yeah. You're,
2: you're complicit. Poor because Chris. you're not, you're not actively saying i disagree you're not actively saying this is wrong you're not actively doing anything to stop your insane fucking friend from hurting people and murdering a kid mm-hmm. um just because you wanted a little bit of power
0: yeah right no true no I, yeah i agree with all of that i mean what are we thinking about sarah at this point in the movie i mean is she a good guy
1: Half and half. I mean, yeah. I think she started off on the same road as them, and instead of continuing on it, she decided this isn't right, and she backed off.
0: Right. All right, let's do top four bad witches, okay? <laughs> Going from the most wicked witch to the nicest one, okay? I'll give you my top four. Nancy's the worst. Sarah's second. Uh, Bonnie, uh, Rochelle is third and bonnie is fourth and i'm kind of mixed between those two i mean i they could be a and b
2: no i think that's about right yeah i agree with you i i i do i think you know um nancy is the worst because she like i like what did what did what did oh the lady the store owner i forget her name lirio lirio what did she say there is no black or white there's only what you do with it Correct. And Mm -hmm. it depends on the person. And I I wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah. Doesn't she Um, say
1: something like there's a lot of darkness in her or something like that, talking about Nancy? Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, And so you just have to, you know, I think, honestly, do the right fucking thing. Like, And I think that's what Rogel and Bonnie didn't do.
0: Correct. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I feel a lot of empathy coming from Rochelle, though. I felt like she was just a good kid. You know, she should have just been on the diving team and been like, fuck this.
1: Well, I think right. Rochelle was the first one to kind of be like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. You right. know, totally. her looking at Laura in the shower and being like, how do uh, this? This this sucks. And like Laura comes up to her in that party and is like, you yeah. know, hi, you know, can, you know, I'm sorry. Like too late. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's too late. Obviously, she's wearing a wig. It's too too right. late. <laughs> but still, right. you know, like. I gotta be honest with you, like, you take, her crowning glory is this gorgeous blonde hair, and it falls out, and now she's taught a little humility, and it's like, you know what, like, don't be a racist douche, yeah. like, just don't. Right.
0: Yeah, now she's gotta wear a wig and Crocs.
1: <laughs> a wig and Crocs!
2: Oh no. Oh no. Oh, shit. Ay yeah, uh, yeah. So, honestly too, like, going back to, like, being complicit and mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me you know i've definitely mellowed out a lot as as i've gotten older sure i used to be very um and it's funny because when this came out i remember thinking like oh my god you know i love all these girls you know they're not necessarily the smartest making the smartest choices but um you know when i was torn when the movie came out and i'm still torn like when they did the reboot or whatever they did the sequel or whatever they did because you know Again, there's part of me that, you know, likes the fact that it's getting exposure, but at the same time, you know, you have like all your little TikTok witches and stuff that just see that shit and they take it, they either take it too far or they, you know, and again, I'm not a gatekeeper, but
1: I just, well, just feel like-
2: do do a little work and do a little research before you do stuff is pretty right, much, exactly. you know. And, um, but like, uh, I was like, I do if I was going with this. Um, but like watching this now like again when i was younger i used to be um a lot more uh i don't
1: like know what the fire is. and brimstone
2: <laughs> no i just used to be very um uh confrontational when i was younger okay um not that I'm not confrontational now, but I'm much more <laughs> tactical um, about it now. We heard the story about you beeping at that lady, so yeah, we know. <laughs>
0: we know the truth.
2: Um, but here's the thing. I don't like confrontation, but I will not back down from it. I guess that's that's where I am now. Where
0: I'm before, the same way.
2: Where before I'd be like, I'd just instigate shit. You know what I mean? So like I feel like that's where these girls are now. They're they're not um seasoned or schooled enough yet where they make smarter choices. Right. And again, teenagers. So it comes exactly. with
0: growing up, you know, how yes. many bad choices did you make in the day where if you could go back and say, hey, you could fucking do that. Jesus. Yeah. God. A billion. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. I was saying to Delyn, man, you know, if I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would be like, you know, make money now and save it while you're young and strong. Cause when yes. you're in, you are not going to have the, the gusto to do it when you're old, you dummy. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah, well. <laughs> Such as life, I guess. Right. Uh, so quickly. So this last battle here, basically between uh, Nancy and Sarah, there's some really cool stuff here. I like all these glamour spells, you know, where she, you know, she disappears. And you see just her clothes. Yeah, and, you know, they're they're projecting these images on each other, which is really cool. And then the final one when she's in the mirror, I love that. I thought that was great. Yeah, she, that was cool. She comes out of the mirror, and, you know, she's finally gonna get the best of Nancy. Well, I
1: like that she turns the tables on her because she's been terrified this entire yeah. right. time. And finally, she takes a little power into herself and she's like, hey, he's got a message for you. He's pissed at you and blah, blah, blah. But like gets the jump scare on her, like the whole nine dirt. She t- changed because Nancy's tone goes from Sarah, Sarah yeah. to Sarah. Cause right. she knows that something's changed. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought it was a great final battle. Um, and again, you know, Faruka was just great in this. She, she fucking, she brought it the whole movie. I loved it. I was saying to Dylan, she would have been such a great uh, Harley Quinn, you know, if they oh, had yeah. done it back in that age. It yep. was just like, oh, she's so good.
2: Yeah. Um, so, so I do think, you know, like I said before, I think, I think there was a little bit of overacting there, but I think that's what you needed for Nancy. Yes. Also, this is a movie that
1: was directed towards girls like us in 1996 right and that's what what it, everything was overreaction and oh, like it was it's geared towards teenage girls and and early right. early 20s girls you know watching it as you know a, an older lady at these points it's like oh god that's a little a little excited could you calm down a
2: little? right <laughs> yeah. like and- Exactly, like tone it down a little bit, sister. But like, even like, she was amazing in American History X. Mm -hmm. Oh
0: yeah, she was fucking awesome in that. With uh, what's his name?
2: Um, Edward Norton.
0: Edward Norton, man, that was a that was a really good movie. It's a tough watch. Um, It is a tough
2: watch. Yeah, it's a very tough watch. Herb stomps Um, the
0: guy. Oh
2: shit! But um, it's funny because we were just watching it, and Tony had never seen it. It's not really his wheelhouse either, but, um, but he, um, he said it would have been really cool if, um, you know, when, when they have that battle and, um, Nancy realizes, oh, um, Sarah really is there and Sarah kicks her into the mirror. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tony said it would have been a cool effect, a cool if in, instead of, you know, how, how it actually ended, if she actually got stuck in the mirror.
0: Yeah. That would have been great. That was how they uh that's how they exercise the spirits in uh Constantine. Oh
1: uh, yeah. Uh
0: that is demons.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, the
0: demons. So that kind of that would have been cool. Maybe we could have seen her with Manoch with his arms around her in the mirror, dragging her back somewhere, and then we lose her.
1: Yeah, I mean honestly, mirrors are very powerful, so yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm with Tony on that. I think I think uh we have the Yeah, I like that ending. idea.
1: Yeah. I, mean, right. I do I do like the ending but I think that's really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. You know she could be catatonic in uh in in like the hospital bed but you could look in the mirror and see her being like dragged right. away in the mirror, you yeah. know. But
0: yeah, it needed more. There there was so much opportunity for them to just, you know, to put some meat on the bones of this movie. This movie had great bones. It just didn't have any meat.
1: Right. Um, So let me wrap this up real quick. So Nancy and Sarah have their showdown. Manon is not happy with the way Nancy has used the power he gave her and seems to favor Sarah now. Sarah binds Nancy from doing harm to herself or others. In the end, Nancy's been sent to a psychiatric hospital and Bonnie and Rochelle lose any powers that they had. They go to see Sarah, partly to see if she still had any power and partly because they want to apologize, even though the apology is pretty thin. They claim that what they had done was just a joke, which not a joke. Uh, The two girls ask Sarah if she still has any powers. And when she shows no interest in continuing a friendship with them, they make fun of her as they leave saying she probably doesn't have any powers anyways. On hearing this, Sarah makes a bolt of lightning strike a tree branch falling, (laughs) nearly crushing the two girls revealing that she still has her powers. As they stare back at her in shock, Sarah warns them, be careful. You don't want to end up like Nancy and just smiles at them. The scene cuts to a bird's eye view of Nancy's room in a psychiatric hospital. She is screaming like a maniac telling the nurse. He gave me powers. I can fly. I'm flying. I'm flying.
0: Okay, so this is the Karate Kid, okay? everybody was like, Daniel, he's so good. He's so nice. He shows up to town. He fucking starts a fight with Johnny on the beach, steals his girlfriend, (laughs) dumps water on his head. Fucking Mr. Miyagi kicks all these kids' asses. Daniel's a fucking punk. Comes to town, starts a bunch of fucking shit. Okay? So, once again, we've got these three girls. Yeah, they're witches, but they're not fucking killing people. They're not, they're just, they're having fun. They're having sleepovers. You know, slight as a feather, stiff as a board. Fucking Sarah comes to town with her fucking magical powers and people start dying. People start getting fucking strapped down the beds in mental hospitals. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit, This chick was a fucking wrecking ball in LA. She came to town. Homeless people are dying. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> I think we need to look at this. I think we need to look at this.
2: (laughs) You
1: also have to understand. She didn't ask for any of that. No, they they approached her, not the other way around. All right. So guys selling crack to your
0: kid. Well, you know, they were asking for it. No. (laughs) Yeah. They wanted the crack, you know, he just sold it to him, but they (laughs) wanted it. And then, you know, so these girls are all wrecked. Their lives are all destroyed. The town is in ruins. Uh, Chris is gone dead. And, uh, Sarah's gonna reveal that she is now Storm from the X Men, stronger than ever. And if you fuck with me, I'll fucking kill both of you. Ah, oh, what a great person! She's awesome.
1: Big character arc there. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like Sarah does kind of look like an asshole at the end. There, you know, she does. yeah, that was She's a bad witch. Like, kind of a douche move to, you know. Almost to, crushed them to death. Like, right. like she could have put, proven her point by like putting her hand out and it having like a snake in it wrap around her wrist or something, and they would have been like, "Ooh, you know, like I it would, would have been enough."
0: I would yeah. have liked to have seen uh, li- what's her name, Linino? Lino, Lino, uh, Lirio. I would have liked to have seen Lirio at the end of the movie say to Sarah, "You know, I'm gonna do this spell. It's gonna take these powers away. You're just you're you're not you're not mature enough to have this. you you're fucking up." Like, you <laughs> fucked up the whole fucking town. You killed, like, five people.
1: <laughs> she no. didn't kill five
0: people. She did, though. Without her, no one dies. Without her, the other three girls are just, you know, oh, I think I felt a tingle. Do you think something happened? Maybe. I mean, no. This girl comes to town and fucking she brings hell with her. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um <laughs> uh, so final thoughts mickey um again i i n- like nostalgic i love the music i um oh yeah you know i, I think that was cast well yeah. um ag- again i think you know nancy was overacted but you she needs to be because of the character the way that the character it you know needs to be because she's mm-hmm. fucking insane um I think if you had someone else playing Nancy, it wouldn't have gone as well. Like she was Nancy. She was perfect. for That role. Um, I wish they had given more, um, again, more kind of background or a little bit more guts to, you know, what does it matter that the, the roof was leaking in the house? You know, why was there a homeless man in the house? Why did, um, uh bonnie have all the scars why was you know what's her name such a bitch to to rochelle like right. do you know what i mean like i i they gave you they gave you like little like they threw little fish flakes in the water but they didn't really give you anything nothing right. um but again soundtrack was great um you know i thought it, for for its time i thought it was done well yeah i guess is what i want to say Um, you know, and then there's that little, you know, I I think they tried to be, to show you, um, or to show people like what happens when you aren't responsible with what you're doing, because there is something out there that is greater than you or me or whatever. And I don't know what you call it. I don't know what, whoever calls it, whatever. Fucking universe, man. Right. But you don't, again, fuck around and find out. Basically. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, if there's one thing though. we
0: learned from Toby Maguire, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> okay.
1: R I P Stanley. All right.
0: So let's do it. Let's give our rewatches scores. Mickey, you go first. What's your rewatch score on *The Craft*?
2: My rewatch score is probably going to be a three.
0: A three. Delin, what is your rewatch score on? Uh, So
2: I agree with a lot
1: of what Mickey was saying, like that uh, in nineteen ninety-six. This was like, like Chef's Kiss. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I, it was. I was like, yes, yes, this is everything I'm about watching it now it's like ooh, it's a little cringy here and there and definitely you see the chinks in the armor where uh the story is just really thin unfortunately but there's a lot to like here i still really enjoyed watching it and um i'd watch it again so i'm going to give it a 4
0: a 4 and uh <clears throat> so for me this movie you know i think we we we've highlighted all the weaknesses it had but it didn't matter fucking Fruit was great. <laughs> the story was great. Whatever. The story was great. Um It was a fun ride. Like I said, it was a light snack. I enjoyed it. I watched it twice easily. Um, I was entertained both times. I didn't think I was going to like the movie at all. And I did. And I would probably even watch it again. So I'm going to come in right between you guys with a 3.5. I thought it was, I was very surprised at how entertaining this movie was. So, and without, without Nancy, being played by Faruka, I don't think this movie even gets to like a 2.5 for me. Like if if you did put in Alicia Silverstone there, this is like a two. So
2: she was supposed to play Nancy? No Uh, Sarah.
0: Sarah. But I'm saying anybody else. You put any you take Faruka salt out of this and fucking and you're thinking a cease and desist letter from Faroza Balk, I swear. Faroza Balk, you know what I'm saying. It's (laughs) one of those things. Um so anyway all right so we got a 4 from Delyn, a 3.5 for me and a 3 from Mickey so I think we're going to give this movie a 3.75 it's a fucking good movie if you haven't seen the craft you're waiting for it. go see it it's a great fucking movie um Delin, tell the listeners where they can find us because this is important I really want to try and se- we're spending money out of our out of our tiny little paychecks every week to make this show better for you and I think we're doing a good job And we need to start, like, building up the fucking juice. So tell them where they can find us. I want people to like the show. Give us a five-star rating if you like the show. And subscribe to the show because it helps the show grow. Share it with your friends. Share it wherever you are on social media. Let's try to get the word out. So tell them.
1: Uh, So we have a Gmail. It is, hey, did you ever see that movie at gmail.com. You can feel free to drop requests you can feel free to just drop a comment something you like something you hate do you like the new disaster piece theater we'd love to hear from you you let us know uh we are also on facebook hey did you ever see that movie uh we are also on instagram hey did you ever see that movie we're on twitter hey did you see that movie <laughs> ever see that movie we're pretty much anywhere if you if you google for us you're gonna find us uh we don't have a website yet but uh, eventually we'll get there yeah it's um, kind of archaic yeah yeah, honestly, at this point, you know, between having a mail address and having an Instagram, we're doing pretty good. So. Yeah, we're good.
0: All right. Um, As always, I love watching movies from different sides of the house and then reviewing them <laughs> with you. Mickey, once again, you've brought the magic. I loved it. Um, We will be back next week where we will be reviewing Dumb and Dumber. And believe it or not, Pat's never seen Dumber Dumber, <laughs> just like he had never seen Dodgeball because this man was not. I don't think he's been living on this planet with us all. I don't know. I don't know what he does in his spare time, but he's not watching funny movies. (laughs) Uh, So we'll be doing Dumb and Dumber. Um, And uh, I think we got to pick something to do with Mickey next time. And we were going to do the Warriors with Tony next, but it turns out. Yeah. But it turns out that I actually have never seen fucking the china movie
1: what's it called uh, big trouble in little china okay
0: so i thought i had seen this i was sure i had seen this and then dylan played me the trailer to and i'm like fucking never saw this movie it looked like <laughs> mortal Kombat to me i mean you got raiden you got fucking the ice guy you got Raishu, Ayu. you so i don't know i'm, I'm oh looking God, forward to no. it i'm looking forward to it so we'll figure it out. We'll get it all mapped out for you guys. But next week, Dumb and Dumber with the dumbest guy I know, Pat, aside from <laughs> myself. So it should be fun. We'll be Dumb and Dumber for you guys. It's, it's um, literally
1: just it's a self-fulfilling uh, prophecy there.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So that's it then. Um, until next time, I just have
1: one question for you guys out there.
0: Hey, did you ever see that movie? See you later. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Um um you can keep your colon to yourself, sir.
0: Okay.